Hello, story lovers. This is Anne Storms Kingsbury. Welcome to Flash Performances. Flash fiction is a form of storytelling that strives for the art of concision. It's usually under 1,000 words and leaves a flavor in your afterthoughts. Please relax and enjoy. Genetic Drift by Anne Kingsbury. And not only that, she defied me, I say defied me, in front of the entire congregation. How do I live that down? Julius Pearsall gathered his wife Mimsy against his ample frame and waited until the storm lessened. He refused to allow the persistent thought hounding him to take control. It was his fault. Their daughter Pierce, shortened from persistence, made sure that her besieged parents could hear her activities on the floor above. She pulled open drawers and stuffed her belongings in several suitcases and backpacks. She was never coming back to this house again. Make her stop, sobbed Mimsy. Make her see the reason. Her husband gazed at the ceiling, mustering the courage to tell a painful truth to the women in his family. The damning paper trail and information from the Genetto scientist waited on his micro device to be revealed in expectation of this final unfortunate and dreaded moment. House, lock, he stated loudly to the air over his wife's head. Julius Pearsall, 2518. Pierce wasn't going anywhere. Julius got his wife a moonshot, her favorite soothing alcoholic drink. Followed a dopamine pill and called to their daughter, Paris, come down and face us. I have something I don't want to tell you. He knew that last would draw Pierce to their side like nothing else. Keeping secrets. As common a family trait as eye color and the size of one's nose. Seated across the table from a sullen Pierce and a frantic Mim, Julius placed his beefy hands on a flat surface in front of him. Not going to do it, stated Pierce, emphatically glaring with full defiance. Persistence, now you listen to me, started her mother. Julius held up a hand. It's obvious we are beyond arguing over day-to-day -day problems, he began. I hoped this wouldn't happen. To you, he said, nodding at Pierce, and to our family. Our concerns are bigger than whether or not Pierce goes to the private college of our choice or takes a year off to travel, Julius sighed, preparing to unburden and incriminate himself. As everyone knows, preparations for your birth were a complicated affair. We chose as future parents to avoid genetic defects documented in our family lines over the last 300 years. Pierce rolled her eyes and stared at the ceiling. Mimsy worried her hands. Yes, we ruled out recurrent renal deficits and the possibility of schizophrenia and rhinophyma. We know all that, sighed Mimsy, trying. Come to the point, grumbled Pierce, not trying. 
What you don't know is I met with genetoscientists recommended by our doctor. Why? Without telling me, gasped Mim. I didn't want to worry you. I thought I knew what I was doing. Thought it was for the best, admitted Julius. I thought it would be worth it to go one step further, a step dedicated at the time to improve our daughter's outcome. Outcome, asked Purse in spite of herself. I'm no science project. Well, no, her father replied, but we had the ability to go further. However ill-advised, it has subsequently proven to be. His wife and daughter gaped at him, dread mixed with confusion. It all worked so well in trials. It was such exciting new tech. I couldn't resist. I went with it. You are not what you think you are, Purse, he said, a bit shamefacedly. You are not a unique human being derived merely from the genetics of your mother and father. In the effort to give you a better future than we had, as far as natural talent and strength of personality go, I opted for reallocation. You are the product of that process. Their silence was more disturbing than an outcry. He continued, I agreed to base your life on that of a former member of your mother's family. Cornelia Prime lived in the 1800s. She was a scholar and a philanthropist, highly regarded in literary circles. All my research shows her to be a glowing example of all a person can achieve. But, said Peirce, evidence has brought to my attention scientific substantiation that you will be subject to genetic drift that is already ongoing. Peirce stood, fist clenched. You are a clone of your forebear, Cornelia Prime, but unfortunately not a perfect copy as we had hoped. Genetic drift as the result of normal birth product of two people is a form of evolution, usually positive. Genetic drift in a clonal creation can have more dire consequences. They were mostly unknown and easily dismissed in the hands of enthusiastic researchers and clients such as I was. Consequences, shouted Mimsy. Like what? The most feared is spontaneous mutation, said Julius, his voice breaking. They both looked at Purse, who stood transfixed. So that's why. You have been uncomfortable, unhappy, uncontrollable at times, realized her mother. Something is happening to you. What haven't you told us? I thought it was a hallucination. Purs turned her back to them, pulling aside her hair and lowering the top of her shirt so they could see her upper back. Many thanks to Arlene Krasner for acting talents and help with sound effects. Thank you for listening.